Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO and Big Cheese Patty for Vacuuman, is with us. And, of course, uh, we'll talk about uh, some great tech stuff in a couple of seconds. I hope you had a good week, Adam. I had a phenomenal week, Bill. It was it was a great week. You know, it's gone by fast. I don't know about you, but this week has been like a snap finger pop gone. It, it's like it was here. And then all of a sudden I was talking with Michelle and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just, I forgot we have our tech talk. I'm so busy. I don't know where the, where the week went. Anyway, it's, I think it's the warm weather, you know, as it's slowly. Coming, well, yeah, you know? not today. And, warm and, weather. And I think it just but we did, we had a little sneak of a sneak peek of spring a couple of well, around midweek, didn't we? And that kind of, yeah. I, I guess figured, yeah, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, almost. I I feel it's a dim light, but it's it's there in the distance. <laughs> Listen, I we've talked about vacuum man, and and you've been good enough to give us some tips about you know things that we need to clean up, and of course what we should get done. And uh, because let's face it, people that don't do that, I mean, you're running the risk of of not just you know inhaling stuff that you probably shouldn't inhale, but I mean it can cause fires and everything else. So I know the business has done very well, uh, and the best news I guess for any business is is what you want to say this week. You're hiring. I am hiring, Bill, yes, and I wanted to pass the news. Yes, uh, no tips this week, folks. What I really wanted to call out was if anyone is, we're looking for general labor positions. We're in located downtown Hamilton area. Um, We started a wage of $20 an hour, and we have benefits, and we are growing. And I really, uh, I'd love to invite anyone that's maybe seeking a position. They're maybe out of work. I mean, we've been talking on Tech Talk, those that have lost jobs. Uh, Well, I'd like to encourage if anyone was interested, you need a valid driver's license. And you can apply at the website at vacuuman.com, V-A-C-U-M-A-N.com. There's a careers uh, section, which you can apply. Um, and by the way, if you're thinking of a career change or otherwise, we also offer Bill at Vacuuman the chance of getting people their gas tech. So if you are interested, you're thinking about the career, this gives you a great stepping stone into the industry. Um, and we'll also do the training. We'll put you through the program of the TSSA, Regulated Ontario Gas Registration, and, uh, and we'll help you potentially change your career into a into an industry you might be interested in so change, you can apply your, change today. your life not just your career change your life you get you get to be a gas tech you be a, hey hey adam can you come over to the house this weekend hey adam my barbecue's not working hey adam can you uh and it's all good it's all good don't get me wrong but those those people with the gas tech are in short supply and and it's and the career possibilities are limitless there Absolutely. Yes. And uh, and we're one of the greatest industries because you're going to get a little flavor of all of it before you get into it. So, uh, you know, as we do a lot of the cleaning, as I mentioned, you're going to see all circumstances. Uh, you know, many people that have worked with us and are still with us to this day, um, you know, have really we've helped elevate their careers. We got them into the into the right direction. Uh, and some are staying with us going, you know what? I just love I love the I love the Monday to Friday, and I love to go home at three o'clock versus the <laughs> full HVAC position, which you got two a.m. Hey, my air conditioning, my heating's off. So it it is a great company. Uh, we're family owned, and uh, my wife and I we would really love to have a few more Hamiltonians join our crew. Good stuff. Anyway, and uh, good luck with anybody who's interested in that. Uh, you talked to us for some time now about the Apple AirTag, and apparently the DEA uh, south of the border is is using this now. Well, yeah, this one's kind of a bit of a controversial thing, Bill. This is interesting. Apple Tag, as we know, if you can buy and it tracks your, you know, your luggage. That was yeah. one of the biggest news. But um, they use this. The, the Drug Enforcement Agency actually caught uh, a pill press and a pill dye that was from a narcotic manufacturer, which they knew was going to an illegal uh, operator. Um, and instead of holding and stopping the device, what they did was they put an Apple Tag in the product. 
And then what they they let it continue to its destination. Um, and you know, in question, th- th- this was obviously questionable. Of are they legally allowed to do that? They actually got a warrant. Just just so you know, folks, this wasn't uh, the DEA didn't go above and beyond without rules. They got a uh, approval, got a warrant, put the Apple tags in, and it. One of the reasons um, that it was used versus other GPS tracking devices is that apparently the Apple tag is very uh, accurate to its location, reliability, and otherwise. Now, I share this with a interesting segue because this was done last year and and it was only just recently announced because charges were laid. They were able to see where it went. Uh, We're able to obviously discover it was a big drug manufacturing operation in the United States and Apple tags were used in the discovery of this device. After that, Apple, uh, obviously we heard Apple has now with concerns of people using it for stalking and otherwise, now they've got this little feature in it that it will emit a sound or uh, will notify individuals that if they're not connected to the AirTag and it's been following them for a certain period of time, it will emit a warning and let them know that they're in danger of, of possibly being around an AirTag that might be you know hanging around them. So it's been changed since December of 2022, Bill, just so you know. So if anyone's wondering if the DEA is still following them, <laughs> you'll probably, if you hear that <laughs> binging sound or your phone's triggering, hey, there's an Apple AirTag near you, um, you know, that feature has just been added. But anyway, it was used to discover and stop and hold up a, a drug uh, transportation uh, project that was taking place. I, I just love some of these tech innovations that you bring to us every week uh, it, it, that have an impact on our everyday lives or actually improve some of the things that have an impact on our everyday lives, like uh, the one from the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, concrete is concrete, right? Yeah, okay, we drive on it sometimes. You know, we make sidewalks out of it. Uh, but they've taken it to the next level right now, haven't they? This is this is massive news, Bill. I mean, in, since Roman times, we've been engineering, you know, structures with concrete, as you comment. And I mean, you know, one of the things we still use to this day is concrete. It hasn't stopped. Um, however, yes, the University of Pittsburgh has now taken concrete to the next level. Um, now, I'm dumbing it down, by the way, Bill, because obviously the show is not long enough for me to get into details of science and otherwise. But I'm, I'm giving a real simplistic understanding of this. It more or less generates low electrical signals. So the new concrete has a capability of within the mix will be able to generate a low signal within the system itself. Now, why would we want electrical energy in a concrete foundation. Well, think of it this way. They're talking about how roads will now be, instead of asphalt, will be developed into a into concrete. Um, it will be able to monitor the damage within the concrete. So say it's a structured building and there was an earthquake or uh, could be a, a small uh, adjustment in you know the land mass or otherwise, and the concrete does get altered. It could shift, it could adjust, it could detect when the concrete is uh, being susceptible to damage, um, even more so is that it will be developed in the future for autonomous driving. The vision of this is that the concrete will be able to be used for roads and will be embedded with an electrical power that could ch- uh, charge a microchip and it will assist with possibly helping self-driving cars when GPS signals are weak uh, or their LIDAR, which is what most uh, Tesla vehicles uh, or other self-driving vehicles are using, may not function properly, such as fog. If you're in a fog area uh, or a winter area, 
um, it may disrupt the actual autonomous driving capability. Well, this concrete will be able to interact and give guidance to the vehicle. Um, at the same time, creating an electrical, again, we're not talking like a, you're going to get electrocuted if you touch it, folks. It's a low emitting electrical charge, but it bring it's able to provide answers um, such as structure damage, as I mentioned, or potentially communicating on a low frequency to help guide vehicles to stay in their lane or in the case of a vehicle is in an accident could even uh, be able to provide that kind of information. So it's a revolutionary aspect of simple things like concrete is now going to become tech talks, new, uh, new discussions. I'll be talking more about it as I'm learning more of how it's being used uh, in the future. You know, that one aspect that you just mentioned is so very important uh, because they're already doing, that's technology to do now where, you know, the, the lines in between uh, the lanes uh, can be lit up now and, and at night and reflective. Again, they can do it a couple of different ways now uh, because uh, there are some sections, uh, even at the top of the Red Hill Expressway in Hamilton here, uh, it's dark and there's a big bend there. And if it, the fact that those things are there, probably saves lives in an awful lot of situations. So that's great that there's going to be uh, an improvement on that as well. You're listening to the Bill Kelly Show podcast on 900 CHML. Time for Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of Acumen, is with us as per usual for Tech Talk. I want to spend some time talking about uh, phishing scams. A friend of mine that works in IT for a a firm here in town, and we talked about this a a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, The number of reported crimes of phishing has gone up incredibly high, and, and that those are all the reported ones. So this, this is really becoming a real concern now, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, the interesting part about this, uh, you know, we, we do Hack of the Weeks so on a regular basis, Bill. This one particular is interesting, and I share this with everyone with, it doesn't matter, it doesn't impact me. I'm, I'm going to say this openly. Yes, it does. This is a time that you may be infiltrated and you're, and we're talking about your mobile phones. We're talking about your actual cell phones, your tablets, or otherwise. And how they're doing it um, is that they're they're sending legitimate emails from Netflix, Amazon Prime, Apple. Um, you know, they look very much like reputed companies. And what they'll say is. You know, not so as warning as we used to, Bill, where it's like, you know, like a prince in Georgia or Nigeria is seeking your assistance. These are your prime membership is having difficulties with its latest uh, package. Click here to, uh, uh, you know, resend or or whatever. And when you click it, it, nothing happens. You click it, it goes to a page. It looks like prime and it just says, uh, please be advised, sign back into your account. And when you think, oh, okay, you click it again and it takes you. These are very sophisticated uh, uh, hacking. And what happens is when you click it, it actually will load a small, uh, I'm going to say cookie. It puts a cookie on your website and or on your phone. And what it does is it, with that information on your phone, it can now track your actions. It can track almost like you know, following you around. So we all do our banking on our phones. We all probably message and otherwise. Why it's a big issue is they're they're very much hackers are getting um, sophisticated with being able to see your life. They don't care about the immediacy, the threat of I want fifty thousand or we you can't have your phone today. That those days are gone. What they're doing is they're spending some time. They're getting to know you. They're getting to know your family. They're getting to know all of your ins and outs. What do you like to do? What do you not like to do? And then they're using that information to be able to hack into your cards, hack into your banking over the long term. So uh, this is a massive concern with, they're called phishing attacks. They used to be very popular on desktops. They're very much now starting to grow on your mobile device. So be aware of it, folks. 
keep an eye on the subject line. Keep an eye. Look at the URL. When you go to see a link and it says click here to find out more about your Netflix account or otherwise, just make sure it's going to Netflix. And if the Netflix word is spelt without the E or any of the words are off just a little, that is very likely to be a phishing scam. And, and you got to be careful. You're absolutely right. I mean, we've done a couple of online seminars about these. And, and you're right. It could be just one letter missing. Which And if you're just glancing at it, you may not notice it. Uh, and I guess your your advice here is notice it. <laughs> Take the time to look and, time. and make sure. Yeah. And they're coming from legitimate like companies now. So, you know, if you, you know, I get ones all the time from CIBC Bank. I don't bank with CIBC, so I know it's a malware. <laughs> but uh, just be very caught. They're very sophisticated these days. That's the point. And you want to be very careful uh, that when you click it, and if you do click it, like, you know, it happens. Oh, gosh, I just clicked it. What what do I do now? Um, the first thing you need to do is uh, make sure that there are, are McAfee's or Norton's. Those systems malware, they're actually very good. They're capable of being able to detect it and removing it. If you feel like you don't want to go through that problem or issue, or you don't want to pay the, I think it's $29 or I'm, I'm guessing the amount bill, um, then the next option is if you've got everything backed up, you'll be able to wipe your phone. The concern is that um, if you wait too long and you don't know when you got the malware and you go to, if you wipe your phone, reset it, you may be reinstalling the malware. Maybe. And I'm going to say less than 10% chance that you would be installing it. So uh, another backup is that you just wipe your phone, start fresh factory reset, which again is another headache in itself. But those are two quick tips if you feel your phone is being compromised. Uh, Got to do a robot story every week and uh, some work going on at the University of Sydney. Yeah, this one is a little more advanced. As I talk about robots and we see them coming into our lifestyle and, and otherwise, this has been a new advanced in the University of Technology uh, out of Sydney. What they've done is been able to use a complete hands-free, voice-free interactive communication to robots. Now, it can work up to 19 actions, Bill, that allows the brain-machine interface. It's called BMI. We're probably going to hear that acronym in the future. And what it means is it allows you to put on a headband. Think of it as a, a, a sweatband, pretty much. And it's got a little electrodes in it. And it allows up to 19 commands by thought and say, you know, the thought of jump, the thought of run, the thought of skip. Uh, I don't know what the 19 commands are, but it's being used <laughs> by the Australian military and being tested with 94% accuracy. So uh, as a thought, uh, you know, the idea is be uh, a robot dog standing beside you. You have your headband on and the thought is run. It moves within two seconds. It can uh, execute the action of thought without saying a word to the robot to be able to move and move in the direction you're telling it thought-wise. So it's a big innovation when it comes to robotics. Not only are they going to be able to operate and function and assist on many of our day-to-day -day actions, now by the simple thought of, of what you want it to do, um, it's now Again, I'm only it's only up to nine commands, and I don't know what those nine are, but I used run as an example. It would be able to follow that instruction, so to speak. Fabulous stuff. Uh, running out of time, I want to squeeze a few more of these if we can. Oh, you've seen me try to take pictures on my phone. Uh, Google Photos is launching a new feature. To, talk to us about that. 
Yes, it's called the unblur function, Bill. And this one specifically I added because you and I have talked about that before. You know, I'm not a great photo taker. I don't know about you. Uh, you know, no, it's like, hey, awful. get a photo. And when people ask me and I'm like, sure, no problem. Next thing you know, it's like, you know, there's blurry, I'm shaking. I'm, I'm, which button is it? And I'm clicking it. Most have a unblur effect. Well, this new feature with Google has the unblur video function. So, you know, when you're kind of like walking or my, you know, my dad goes to take videos of something when we're doing a quote and I'm like, I can't see what I'm looking at, you know, because he's walking with the camera and he's filming and you're, what am I, what am I seeing? A new feature will now remove the blurry photo, the blurry video. It, it's a great innovation. It's using AI. Google's launching it with their new Pixel phone that's coming out. I want the feature that has removed the finger feature because Bill, how many times <laughs> have I taken a photo and it's got my finger over top of it and I'm just horrible. I'm, I'm a terrible photographer. I'm just going with that. But thank you, Google, for that latest feature. Yeah, I mean, because let's face it, we all use them these days. I mean, you know, the, yeah, everything now, whether it's, you know, the, the, the dinner you just got served or something else or, you know, some beautiful sunset, uh, everything is photo of potential right now, and we're all using it, so we may as well learn to do it well. Exactly. Well, the unblur feature is the best feature in the world. I'm like, I've been calling this for Google for years. It's like, I mean, now now it's like I, I sometimes try to make it blurry. If I take a photo of my face, I do the selfie and kind of like shake my hands oh, yeah. just so it's like, ah, uh-huh, look at that. You can't see my face. But now it's like the unblur feature. Yeah. Cleans it up, takes a clear. T- my grandmother, I so wish she had this back in the 80s, you know, when she would take <laughs> 16 photos. And then you had to wait for it to get developed, and you're just looking oh, at yeah. a bunch of blurry photos that came out of the uh, out of the photo booth. <laughs> you got to go, yeah, go to the photo mat. Hey, we're out of time. Uh, thanks so much for this, as always, Adam. Have a great week. We'll talk again next Friday. Thanks, Bill. Take care. Take care. Adam Oldfield and Tech Talk brought to you by Vacuum Man every Friday. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.